Hi, Talking Fight fans. Christian here from the Friday Night Panel with another episode of uh, The Olympics, where we discuss all things amateur boxing and stories from around the world that affect the uh, upcoming Tokyo Olympics. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have Graham with us today, so you're going to be uh, stuck with just me and a couple of headlines today. So we've seen the first uh, headline today comes to us, uh, you know, from the BBC, and then we also have some stuff coming to us from InsideTheGames.biz today. Big announcement today. Big announcement. We're seeing the first major country pull out of the game citing COVID-19 as the reasoning. Now, but it may not be from where you might be expecting this coming from. North Korea has announced that it will not take part in the Tokyo Olympics this year, saying that the decision is to protect its athletes from COVID-19. Fair enough. I guess the decision puts an end to South Korea's hopes of using the games uh, to engage with the North amid stalled cross-border talks. It, back in 2018, you guys will probably remember, both sides entered a joint team at the Winter Olympics, which led to a series of historic summits. Uh, they even at the time, most of you will remember, they entered a joint hockey team where they had players on the same team from both sides of the border in a, in a historic Olympic moment. Uh, Pyongyang says at this point in time that it has no cases of the virus, uh, but experts say this is unlikely. According to the BBC's Tokyo correspondent, Rupert Winfield Hayes, the country's health system is thought to be completely inadequate uh, for dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. So the announcement makes North Korea the first major country, as I mentioned, to, to skip the delayed 2020 games because of the pandemic. Uh, as we know, this is due to start uh, end of July, July 23rd to be specific. This will be the first time that North Korea has missed the Summer Olympics since 1988 when it boycotted the Seoul uh, Games during the Cold War. Pyongyang's decision was made at an Olympic Committee meeting on the 25th of March, according to a report by the state-run site Sports in the DPRK. However, the International Olympic Committee said that it had not, as of yet, received an official application from North Korea uh, to step back from the Games. It added that despite repeated requests, the country's National Olympic Committee had failed to hold a telephone conference during which the COVID-19 situation in North Korea could have been discussed. North Korea has taken uh, stringent measures against the virus since it broke out uh, this uh, about this time last year. It shut down its borders in late January and later quarantined hundreds of foreigners in its capital of Pyongyang. Since early last year, trains and wagons have been forbidden to enter or leave North Korea, with most international passenger flights being stopped as well. There were hopes from South Korea's President Moon Jae-in that the Games would have been a catalyst for progress between the two Koreas. No such luck. Now, that had been the case in 2018, as I mentioned, when North Korea sent 22 athletes to the Winter Games in South Korea, along with government officials, journalists, and a 230-member-strong cheering section. Among the contingent was North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's sister, Kim Yo-jong, a move which helped to uh, initiate diplomacy with South Korea and the U.S. The talks that followed led to a series of historic high-profile meetings between North Korea and the uh, former U.S. President Donald Trump. There had been hopes for improved relations after the meeting, but nothing had really nothing really materialized, and the atmosphere uh, between the two Koreas has since deteriorated, sadly. North and South Korea are technically still at war, it's worth remembering, as well as no peace treaty was actually signed at the end of the Korean conflict in 1953. 
to add, you know, more to this kind of the heap onto this, Japan and North Korea also have their own enduring tensions rooted in, uh, partially in Japan's 35-year colonization of Korea, uh, partially in Pyongyang's pursuit of nuclear and, and their missile programs, and in the North's abduction of Japanese citizens in the past. So a few things complicating this, but the practical upshot of this is we're not going to see any North Korea at these games, but we're going to have to wait and see at this point in time as to whether this is just more political posturing on the Korean peninsula, or if this is just going to be the first domino to fall. So, you know, fingers crossed that we're not going to see, you know, a bunch more countries start to pull out of the games at this point due to COVID-19 concerns. Looking back into the world of boxing specifically uh, now and Umar Kremlev's ongoing efforts to dig the AIBA out of the hole it's currently in, the International Boxing Association uh, has now announced a cooperation agreement with major Russian gas company PJSC Gazprom, which will act as the general partner for the governing body for international boxing. Both parties will work together until the end of 2022 with PJSC Gazprom acting as a partner for all major AIBA competitions, and that's going to be including the women's and men's uh, boxing championships. Now, this is a crucial announcement with, like, frankly, a mega-rich uh, corporation, and that's huge for the AIBA, which has been battling to clear millions of dollars in debts, among the many other problems that uh, you know Umar Kremlev is trying to get to the bottom of at this point in time. He was quoted as saying, the AIBA's financial stability is one of our main goals. That is why the, that's why the partnership with one of the largest companies in the world is important for us in order to jointly fulfill the tasks set for us by our boxing family. Today, I'm pleased to announce that PJSC Gazprom has become the general partner of the International Boxing Association. This is a tremendous and extremely significant step for us. The company is actively involved in the development of sports and now supports the values of boxing. We are grateful for the vote of confidence, and we are sure that we have, will have a productive partnership with many new joint victories ahead. So the AIBA and PJSC Gazprom have, now, have not, as of yet, though, disclosed as to what the content of that commercial uh, agreement and what the terms of that agreement, I should say, are. And now, also, Victor Kremlev had uh, Victor. I don't know why I've done that twice. I did that yesterday, and I did it today. Umar Kremlev. His name has never been Victor. Umar Kremlev had pledged to wipe out the AIBA's debt of about 20 million U.S., or it's about 14 and a half uh, pounds, a million pounds sterling, or just a shade under 17 million euros, depending on your preferred flavor. Now, he had, he had pledged to wipe that out if elected as president of the governing body. Now, this is just before he was voted into the job in December. Uh, it also should be noted that he has personally uh, since waived his own allowance given to him as president of the AIBA. So the Russian is the first permanent president of the AIBA since Uzbekistan's Gafur Rak Rakimov uh, stood down back in March of 2019 following allegations that he was involved with heroin trafficking, uh, an allegation which he naturally denies. So the 38-year-old is set to compete uh, to complete the remainder of Rakimov's term, which is due to expire at the end of 2022. Uh, then that's before he will have to stand for re-election in that uh, in that position again. Uh, Gazprom, uh, Gazprom's other sporting partnerships—they're no—they're uh, no stranger to getting involved in major sporting events, as they're also uh, involved with uh, UEFA as well as Champions League. So. Uh, an end seemingly, at least uh, for the time being, to the AIBA's financial woes. Uh, 
but we'll see how uh, what that actually turns into as uh, more details of this new agreement uh, come to light. But those are our headlines from around the world for the world of Olympics and the world of amateur boxing today. So as always, uh, like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you guys tomorrow with the latest headlines from around the world.